It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Um, and uh, we had a light week last week. We'll, we'll call it for this time of the year, but we're going to get busy this yeah. week. I'm excited. We're going to do 13 games this week. And at some point this week, and I, I haven't counted it out, but we will do our 300th live sporting event on GetStuckOnSports.com. And I'm kind of proud of that when you consider we didn't even start till last September. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so in what, 14 months, basically? Yeah, basically. Uh, well, 300 no, well, games. Really, we had a month and a half with no... Yeah, well, we, well, we yeah, had, we we had one months, game in January. In two months. Yeah. Yeah, in December and January. Uh, but, yeah, boys basketball gets underway. We'll kind of deep dive into that as best we can. But first, uh, we don't have the ability like we do in football where there's nothing going on before it. So we're going to have to talk about some girls' hoops and some hockey. Yeah, which there was plenty of. Yes. Yes, there was. And, well, the game you saw kind of went the way we thought it could and, yeah, Marysville's every bit that we thought they could be. Yeah, at least for this game, they certainly lived up to the hype, and they're off to a 2-0 start on the season. And that's where we will start when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you hi chip mortimer here so much depends on your roof mortimer lumber proudly features the landmark series shingle from certainteed roofing landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Uh, Saw a basketball game on Friday, Brady, and Marysville came out and and I like when we when we sound smart when we tell people this this is what they do this is what we think will happen and then that's exactly what they did they came out and just smothered uh northern with their defense and turned it into easy baskets going the uh, other way uh Marysville's defense held northern to 29 points in the uh, game uh northern's best quarter was the fourth when they scored 9 points uh, Marysville won every quarter. The last three quarters were, you know, not lopsided. The first quarter was lopsided. Marysville won the game in the first eight minutes when they outscored Northern 24 to 6 with a lot of easy baskets and a lot of just great defense. I mean, a lot of that is having just young players that weren't used to that and that you kind of get shell-shocked for a bit, and before you know it, like you said, it's 24-6. 
that's just kind of comes with the territory of having a young team that's hasn't had to play in situations like that yet. Well, I th- I thought Northern actually came in with the right idea. They knew that they had the biggest player on the court. So they tried and tried and tried to get the ball into the post to Jersey McGregor. The problem is is the people that are trying to get the ball into the post a have a player in their face right constantly constantly somebody is in your face and then the second part of it is they i, I won't say they double teamed jersey but anna Oles and especially avery walters did a great job in the post getting in front of jersey and knocking down passes and intercepting p- lobs in because the, the Again, with the pressure, they weren't getting the ball high enough to her to get it into her. Mm -hmm. Like, the few times that they actually got the throw over the defender to Jersey, obviously she scored, and she finished with with 12 points. But Marysville, okay, we know about Caitlin Kane, Mm -hmm. and she scored 16 points um, to, to lead all scorers in the game. But the rest of the team scored 42 points. They had 10 kids score in this game. Um, they made 21 shots from the field. They knocked down nine threes. Um, and and uh, you, you look at what Northern did. They made 13 field goals. They only made one three-pointer in the game. And the Huskies only made two free throws. That's tough. You're not going to win many games like that. So, I mean, it, it was a really uh, dominant performance. And a lot of people contributed Miller had nine points she's a good shooter Walters had eight points uh we've got the Avery Walters watch going for this season because I think she's going to be a really good she's going to get drafted when we do a draft (laughs) you're you're calling it I'm calling it right now one of us is going to take her in in that uh, draft um again Madeline Smith is a player that normally doesn't put up any numbers so we just don't talk about her but great defender Causes havoc without it, like, you, you hardly notice her out there until you're saying, oh, Smith knocks another one away. Oh, steal by Smith. Right. Because it doesn't really look like she's not one of those players that's flying around to the ball everywhere, but she seems to be around the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. And then she went off in the first uh, quarter for seven points. So, I mean, they've got a lot of balance. They've got a lot of depth. If you focus on Caitlin Kane this year, they will get – they're unselfish. They will get the ball to other players – and other players on that team can score. Well, yeah, one part of that is you, there's a lot of talent on that team. The other part is they've played together in a lot of sports for for a while. Like, they, they have the chemistry. And, yeah, if you want to try to take away Kane, guess what? There's three other girls right there that can score. And the other thing is you don't know who maybe is that last starter coming off the bench that'll get you 7, 10 points on any given night that can spark you for, for a nice win. And, and they, like... If he needs to change out and go five-player units, he'll do that. But generally, nobody's in the game too long. Like, nobody can get tired because they play at a high tempo. Yeah. So they're always shifting two, three, sometimes five girls in and out of the lineup to keep everybody fresh. Mm -hmm. Nobody gets – everybody gets their minutes, but nobody gets overplayed. Right. Um, is I guess the way I want to do that. And again, Northern doing it right now with uh, with nine girls. I I do like the freshmen. I especially like Charlotte Eastman 
and uh, Kate Nichols. Um, I think they've played really well. Um, Shannon Falco is getting a lot of minutes, and they're asking her a lot of times to be the person that brings the ball up the floor. They're getting a lot of really quality uh, experience. Uh, and Mary Sell, again, they knew what they had to do, and they, they handled – they handled Jersey McGregor, and she still scored a dozen points. Right. Well, you said it right there. They're getting quality experience. And anytime you bring up five freshmen, unless you have some otherworldly talent, you know there's going to be a lot of learning experiences. And that's what this game was for Northern. You had a team that had a class that had come through, taken their bumps, and is now ready to have a big year versus a team that – just had their a lot of seniors graduate, and now they're trying to get that next crop through and have the, the older girls teach the ones that the new ones that are there, and they have to learn, and that's part of it. And just two teams in a different spot right now. Yeah, and and I and I didn't think Northern played awful. I really didn't. Um, they just played a better team on Friday right. night. Yeah, uh, like, because when Northern went up against Anchor Bay, it was pretty evenly matched, and then uh, Anchor Bay on Friday night handled St. Clair. Right, because you see some games and you just go, "Oh my God, this! What is this team doing? Like they're going to struggle." And sometimes you just get bested. Like I think the example in football I used was when Marysville played Marine City. There wasn't a time where I'm like, "Marysville, what are you doing? What is going on?" It was just. Marine City was just beating them, which is better. And sounds like Marysville was just better than Northern. Yeah, that that's the way that I would uh, just kind of sum, sum that one up was Marysville won handily. They double up Northern, but it wasn't like Northern went out there and just were pathetic. It was that Marysville went out there and did their business, and they they do it really well. Right. So, and you mentioned uh, Anchor Bay bounced back and St. Clair starting off 0-2 and does not sound like as good of a performance as they had on, uh, what was it, Tuesday? Yeah, be, and, and yeah, because I, I was a little surprised by that um, because, again, not that I think Anchor Bay is bad, but I was uh, – obviously, I, I don't have stats for this one, but I'm going to assume that – Peyton Lee did some damage and that the Saints just don't have anybody big enough to guard her. Yeah, you have a couple girls that are the, the Schindlers are have decent size. There's um, I'm, I'm blanking. Hold on real quick. Uh, but I mean, it, it, I'm assuming Sky Gottler didn't play from what I knew from her injury. Uh, Ashlyn Zimmer, the other one that you're hoping does damage in the post. So Sounds like I'm assuming they were a little shorthanded and Anchor Bay probably was a little angry from their loss. Yeah, because uh, they, they played hard at Northern on Tuesday and then lose that game in overtime, and, and Northern kind of took it to them in the overtime right. period. Um, so I could see where the Tars came in a little bitter in uh, that game. But, um, again, early in the season, two games isn't a lot to, to go on. But Marine City played Clawson tough, a, a good Clawson team. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Southlake, who you said is, is young but has a lot of talent. Their freshmen are they're good. Yeah. They're fun to watch. And, yeah, Marine City handled them 45-31. This, this is a good win 
for Marine City. And they're a team, again, they're kind of on our radar for watching because we think that there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that Clawson loss in hindsight won't be that bad. And that I, I thought Marine City would win this game, but I thought it would be in single digits. They won it by 14. That's nice. It's a tough gym to play in when they've got quality teams. It's it, a tough gym, gym to play in regardless. Yeah, it's so small. I like it. I like the atmosphere in there. And I love the little Zamboni that comes out and does the floor in between games and at halftime. I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I want one of those. Uh, I'd make like a little basketball court in my backyard if I had one of those. Uh, let, let's jump ahead real quick to Sunday because PH played. Well, uh, well, no, you had one more game on uh, Friday. You had Armada. Yeah, I was going to go oh, to the BWAC oh, next. BYU. Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll do all, all the games just you. while we were talking about the max goals. Uh, PH was at UAD. Yeah, Callahan um, Challenge. Yeah, and they, they got uh, matched up with uh, Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes, and uh, the Lady Big Reds poured it on 49-11. to 11. Um, I've not seen Ilana Williams play, but 13 points, and this is two games in a row where she's been – either their top scorer or their second leading scorer. Mm -hmm. uh, and Maya Jacobs had 11 points. Julia Gilbert was seven. And uh, Breland Balon was six uh, points. So those Balons can score. <laughs> yeah, and from what I understood that the uh, Our Lady of the Lakes had a, a few starters out and, yeah, reflected in the score. Yeah. And That's a nice game to settle down your new players. Well, yeah, here's the thing. You were coming off a tough two-point loss on the road at Utica. Mm -hmm. Again, tough place to play. Um, and to just to kind of have a laugher and, and probably, like, you're, you're making shots. Like, that's all important. We, they, they talk about it like you're struggling and you get to the free throw line and you just see the ball go in, mm -hmm. and that'll get people started. You score 49 points, you're making shots, People are getting confidence. Right. Because they play Anchor Bay, what, Thursday? What, yeah. I, I'm sure. I know they have a game before then. I'd have to check real quick. Um, but anyway. No, actually, I think that is their next game. Well, I can check real quick. Anyway, keep talking. Uh, but uh, that'll be a game we have, by the way. All right. Yeah. So into the BWAC we go. And Armada's, uh, again, a team led by two. It is their next game. By All two right. freshmen. Um, Armada. Beats Pontiac Notre Dame Prep 28-23. Generally in girls basketball, Notre Dame Prep is really good. Yeah, and Armada beat them in a slugfest. <laughs> it wasn't pretty, <laughs> they, but they you get the win. Out. You get the win, and uh, yeah, you, you don't complain about it. You move to 2-0. That's that's a nice win, and see what the Tigers can do. Yeah, um, Brown City over Dryden 39-20. Ubley beats Laker 38-31. I don't care what sport they're playing. That's a big rivalry up there. Uh -huh. um, they could be playing tiddlywinks or checkers, and it's a big deal to them. So Ubley gets bragging rights in that one. Um, don't know much about Marlette girls basketball. Say we need to bring Gallagher back. Right. So he can tell us what's going on up there. But uh, Bad Axe rolls 45-22 to in uh, that one. Uh, I know primarily this segment was about uh, girls basketball but uh, Marysville beat Bishop Foley uh, for the second time this year. This time they went to Foley's place and took a 5-4 to four, uh, win. So Marysville continuing to play well. And I know uh, Noah LaValle had another big game. Yes. And I think uh, Aiden Minesburg scored two goals too. Yeah, I, I believe so too. So, 
So there you have it. All right. That's now, what happened. Now. Now what's going to happen. The next two segments will be what we still know about boys basketball because there was a lot of talent that left. There's some returning, and I, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of new faces. And, Dennis, I think there's one team that maybe we haven't even mentioned that might be in the conversation for a top three team in our area. Okay. Well, I, I don't we, – we haven't – pre-discuss this so no. Brady's gonna gonna drop a bomb on me when we come back when you run with us on a Gator UTV the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer search John Deere Gator for more Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. 
Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell them that you said that. No, you are not. It's you why are I such said, a hater. It's why I said it during the break. Brady anyway, is boys. such a hater to certain schools in the MAC because they weren't good when he played. And so they can never be good, and you can never give them Oh, I thought any. that wasn't the reason why you were going to say that. No, I, I won't say, because there's more than one team. Yes. But you, there, are, there are actually two teams that you consistently pick on. One of them everybody knows is Lamphere. Yes. And Lamphere's been good the last few years in football. Yes, they have, even so. though they got exposed in the playoffs this year when they made it. Um, A lot of teams do. Anyway, uh, boys basketball, it's what's <laughs> in front of us. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start – like local and just work our way farther out? Do you want to start at who we think the top teams will be? Um, how do you want to do this? Well, we'll, st- we'll start in the uh, the MAC and pick a team and let's go. Well, um, let's just go south and work uh, north because Marine City's a team that, I mean, geez, how many games did they play last year? Not many. Because they couldn't have did played. Did they play 10? Hold on. Let me look this up. It doesn't or- feel like they did. No, because it felt like it was what, like the entire month of like March. They were like, there's like a three week span yeah. where they didn't play. Hold on, let's see. Winter sports, boys basketball last year. Last year they played seven games, or so, so they did play ten games. They went three and seven. Uh, and and again, remember the the the, the coach. Couldn't coach, and Frent right. took over like just before the season. Like I think it was during the break between the district finals and the regional finals when Frent decided to be the basketball coach. Yeah, and they didn't really have an off-season thing. And then the Chad uh, Chad Alamon Carter or was it was um, it was Alamon. Alamon. It was Alamon. Alamon. Yeah. Um, 
Chad Allen probably goes back a couple of years. <laughs> Allen got Connor. hurt like right Connor. away, like in the the first game against Marysville or somebody. Why are we blanking or on Saint Clair? Yeah, I I know uh, we're blanking because he hardly played because he so- hurt his ankle and he didn't come back until they played PH, um, much later in their their season. So, and, you know it, and and again the focus there is never basketball. <laughs> But we'll call it what it is. For for a couple of years prior to that, though, they were winning league championships, and they actually had good teams with kids that were just playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and plus, they had a pet Salas, yeah. which always helps. Um, yeah, Connor Allen. Connor Allen. So yeah, he got hurt, and he was going to be a guy that they were going to lean on a little bit for scoring and defense. So they never really, quite frankly, they never really had a season last year. No, they never got off the ground. And then they made a little run in the, they won their first game in the districts and almost beat, who was it, New Haven or Richmond in the district semifinals. I think it was Richmond to play New Haven, and they almost pulled it off. Yeah, so I, again, it's not like we can say, oh, this guy, this guy, and this guy from football are going to come and play basketball and they're going to be heroes and, and save the day. It usually doesn't. You can have athletes, but in basketball, you need a few basketball players. Right. I mean, we've talked about like, it all You the know time. Walker is going to go out there. He's going to crash and bang and rebound and and play hard. But that doesn't necessarily equate to winning all the time. Right. You, you can have athletes, but you know a basketball ball player when you have them like athletes can do a lot of things but teams that are really really good have those ball players and that's the one thing marine cities lacked um i mean you look at their roster that's a lot of uh football players i mean the only names that i that weren't huge parts of that uh run i mean here's their roster Jacob Blanchard, Caden Chapman, Luke Collins, Nolan Distelrath, Scott Crutchmeyer, Ty Nelson, Matt Simons, Charles Tiger, jo- Josh Vanderveyer, Wyatt Walker, Tyler Wozniak. Yeah. That's like their starting defense. But, but like, Walker and Wozniak will play tough. Yes. Like, you'll come down the lane, and they won't let you get to the basket for free. No. They, they will play a tough brand. It's just who's going to be – the scorers yeah. on that team. Well, and like Chapman, Kretschmar, Collins, they'll be the guys that handle the basketball. But again, at least last year, none of them were big-time shooters. Right. There, there's not a lot of, at least that we know of, a perimeter threat. Yeah. So that scoring will be the issue. The, the Mariners will play tough defense, and they'll work hard. But yeah, it's just a question of who's going to be that guy that can like average even 12 to 14 points a night for them. Right. Um, St. Clair is a team that is maybe the only team in the area that's bringing a majority of their roster back, at least in the MAC schools, because they are bringing a lot of guys back. They're under a a first-year head coach in Matt Distelrath. I know I've talked to him a lot. He's excited about what can happen and – He's trying to install a new system, and the one thing we always agree on with there, Dennis, effort's never going to be an issue with St. Clair. No, when you when you get kids like the the Ellises, and in the past, uh, Donaldson was a, like 
just they have the X factor. Right. They, they have things that you don't put down on a stat sheet that they do in a ball game. They make hustle plays, um, and and they drive their teammates to to play hard. You have to play hard to keep up with those guys. Yes. Because they're not going to take a play off. I know their size. In, in St. Clair. Right. Um, Kai Pennewell, Hunter Richardson are a couple guys that I know uh, Coach Distelrath thinks that can be a difference maker because you have those two guys inside. If you don't have size to match up with them and not just height, like strength, it's, it, it could cause problems for teams. Yeah, like Richardson is strong. Mm-hmm. Like he's a big dude. Um, and, again, those guys both – Showed some flashes too in the post last year, and and this is like this is going to be the question I think for most of the teams we talk about, except Northern. Uh, who's going to be the guys that score? Who are the shooters? Who has improved from last season because scoring was an issue for the Saints last season? Mm-hmm. And again, it's most of the same guys. You hope for improvement, and and if who are those guys that got better? from the end of last season through the start of this season who are going to surprise us and who are going to score points for the Saints. One guy I liked last year, in the the few games I saw him, I think when I saw him, he played really well, and when you saw him, he didn't score too much, was Cam Bleasdale. Like, I saw him have a few really nice games, and I think if he plays well, the team will play well. And another guy that um, I think is going to have to step up a guard is Eli Lohr. Yeah, you know, Eli Lore might be that guy too that that they look look for to to be a shooter and and to to take big shots for them. You know, I saw Richardson uh, against Marine City uh, and he was a force, mm-hmm. and then I never really saw him have a game like that the rest of the year. Yeah, the <laughs> the one funny quirk with uh, Saint Clair is I think we do like five of their first six games. Because they open with like Armada, Richmond, PH, uh, all local teams. New Haven, I think, is in there. And then we don't do them like once in January and February because they play in the MAC Gold and they're the only area team in the MAC Gold. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, coming up on uh, Friday, they'll be playing PH. So well, we have them that's, Tuesday, too. That's, that's a game. They're at Armada. Yep. And at Armada on Tuesday. So. Well, we'll learn about the Saints early on. A couple other names real quick that I remember from last year looking at the roster. Jared Cramp uh, played, uh, Jackson Oles, and obviously the Ellises. And the Ellises play so hard that sometimes you have to reel them in a little bit because <laughs> they'll get the outlet pass and they'll just go. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa there, Ness. Slow down a bit. <laughs> Calm down. You, like, I, I, like they can get and go, and when their pass break's going – but sometimes, like when the other team's hitting shots and they and they it turns the ball over, it can flip the script pretty quickly. Basketball's that kind of a game where sometimes you got to go faster, mm-hmm. but sometimes you can go too fast, and that's when you make mistakes. Right. That's when you turn the ball over. Right. So I I mean St. Clair's got as I would assume almost as many returners as anyone else in the area, uh, but. They're going to be an interesting team because we're going to see early how they stack up, and then they're going to go play in their own foreign land in the Mac Gold for the season, and it's going to be hard to kind of j- figure out where they stack up when late January comes around and they're playing teams that no one else has played in the area. Yeah. 
Uh, Marysville, we'll, let's see Marysville this week against Croslex. This is a game that we would have thumb-wrestled over to, to do last season. Like, oh, who's doing this game? Oh, I want to do this game. Oh, I want to do this game. Oh, you always get to do the Croslex. Like, it would have been a battle here at GetStuckOnSports.com for who is going to get to see this game and broadcast it. Um, what has Coach Shunk got this year? Because, again, Marysville had so much talent, so many good players that uh, were seniors last year. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you right now that uh, Cole Bowman needs to be the guy that scores 15 a night for him. Uh, He's been kind of, I don't want to say forgotten, but the secondary option for the last couple years behind guys like DeMarco, Evan Woodard, guys like that, Smayfield. He's going to have to be – he doesn't get to step up, okay, you're the, no, you are the guy. You're the guy that right now Yale in their scouting report is circling Cole Bowman and saying stop number 23 and we'll have a chance. Because he you is go, a, He's a shooter. He's a distance guy. Because you look at the rest of their roster and outside of the game against MLA City where ha- almost the entire team was out due to COVID – there's very little varsity experience. Kyle Thomas probably has the next most on that team. Uh, Curtis Sherrard. And he ended football with an injury. Right. So I don't know how that or if that affects basketball at all. Uh, Curtis Sherrard played a bit. Uh, I think Corbin Delore was up last year. But they're going to have to have some young guys. We talk about those guys that come up that we don't expect – um, to to make that next step. And, Isn't there and, a younger uh, Holberg? There there was a Holberg. He's not playing this year, oh, okay. so not. There was a second Holberg, but he's another guy that's gone, and he was a piece that if you asked us in the summer, you would have hoped Marysville would have had. So I mean, there's not a lot of varsity basketball, and you start off at Yale and home against Cross Lex. You don't got time to get your feet wet. You are thrown into the fire, and they're going to have to learn on the fly. Yeah, because you're playing maybe the best team in the area, uh, and Yale is a tough gym to go to. Oh, It's tough to play at Yale. Yes. Yes, it is. So there's going to have to be some young guys. I remember I'm trying to uh, remember some kids that played in that uh, MLA City game. Andrew McBride, I know, played. Tyler Simpson played. I think Teddy Pozios might have been up for that game, but it's going to be a, a who's going to step up because there's a lot of minutes up for grabs right now, and I'm sure that's what Shunk is saying in that locker room is going, hey, this is a brand new slate. You want some time? Go earn some time. Yeah. Let's talk about PH um, because PH, again, I think they've got some exciting pieces, but I'm interested to see how they play. Like I like Nate Oriole. Yeah, and, and I could, another team under a, a, a brand yeah. new coach. Yeah, and, and I could I can see nights where Nate goes off and scores twenty plus, but I can also see nights where you, you struggle and you only score four points. Like there, it's getting the balance, it's getting the consistency. The night to night, this is what you're going to get from a guy, and I think they've got three or four guys that are going to be. Some nights they're going to go off. And some nights you're not going to know they're there. Yeah, um, they're they're not 
the roster isn't what we had hoped it would have been, uh, just kids not coming out. But Nate Orio and Connor Rosenau are going to have to be the ones that lead the team at least early on. Uh, they're very young. I'm looking right now. They have one, two, three, four. They have five seniors. And, I mean, they're very junior heavy. They have no sophomores on their team. And, again, we sound like a broken record, but you look at what teams lost from a year ago. Scoring, we lost in the area of scoring in droves. Like, last year was a great year for basketball. This year, it's time for kids to step up. But outside of Oreo and Rosenau, who's going to be that third option? Is it Cameron Cole? Um, I know they have a couple new kids in that talking to people that they thought might be able to step up, but they're a big question mark for me. Yeah. Well, uh, Cole is a, is a guy – I'm glad you brought him up because he's a guy that I like. Um, I, I, I think he's an up-and-coming athlete. Um, like, during football season, you from week one to the end of the season, he was a guy that was more involved and became better and better and better, and I kind of hope that's the case in basketball as well, that that carries over and that he's a guy – that by next year is a big name in PH sports. Well, he's a senior. Oh, I thought he was yeah, one no, of the Yeah, no, they list him as a class of 22. I okay. know. I, you wish you had one more year of him. Yeah. but um, So I, I think this is the year then that, that he can step up and be a name that we say a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what you got for PH. I mean, there's just – I mean – I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, is Aaron Smith going to be starting inside? He's a big body, but, I mean, the big question would be how long can he go up and down the court? Because, you know, you get those big guys in there, and they're great, but if they have to run and there's some teams that like to push the pace, that's where an issue can arise. Well, I mean, like, he he was a a nice guy to, to bring in. Uh, last year when Jace Mullins needed a breather. But uh, the thing that I remember about Aaron on the basketball court was getting into foul trouble. Right. You know, if you want to give him significant minutes, he's going to have to clean that part of his game up. All right, Northern. Jameson. (laughs) How many is he going to score a game this year, Brady? Like, seriously, how good is this kid? Oh, he's already far and away – one of the best players on the uh, in the area. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna do what he's gonna do, and it's almost like not worth mentioning because you know what he is. You know that he is going to just go off and be unbelievable. And yeah, it he's gonna have to put the team on his back because I'll be honest, I'm not sure. Where that secondary scoring is, because from last year, Dabrowski and uh, McNeil are both gone. Yeah, those were the guys that that we talked about. That the keys to the Huskies' success wasn't how well Jamison played, because you know how well Jamison is going to play. Mm-hmm. It was who were going to be those guys that help him out, and we knew who those guys were right. going into last season. And this is, again, a brand-new situation, and we don't know yet who those guys are. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I'm trying to look. It's funny. You said this last week, and it can't be more true. Is there a more useless site to find rosters than Max Preps? Oh, yeah, they're horrible. Like, 
I, I think a lot of the guys you could find the 2017, that are, 18 that are playing yeah. are on here, but it's like they never go away. Like on the 20, it's I'm looking 21, 22 season. Braden McGregor is listed as still being on the roster. <laughs> so yeah, um, and there's there's no Jameson. So I don't know how. How good this is. <laughs> Seth Klink apparently is still playing too. Well, that would help them. <laughs> so Seth would be a big plus for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so would Brayden. Can you imagine Jameson dishing yeah, to Brayden? Yeah, all just having twenty-year-olds on your team <laughs> would help you. <laughs> you imagine the dunk fest they'd have at Northern. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Northern's going to be a case of secondary scoring. You have the best player in the area. You're going to be – that's going to be where the game plan is. But, like, Ryan McNeil last year added a huge part where when teams tried to double and triple Team Jamison, he would go for 20 points a game when they were over committing to him. And that's what kept Northern in a lot of games. That's what kept them very competitive. Why they played with teams like Dakota was because they couldn't just take away Tyler Jamison. Now – Who's going to be that guy? I, I'd have to look back at who's all back, but I know a lot of their starters were gone. Yeah. So uh, and, and guys that, that played sparingly will have bigger roles this year. Like I know uh, probably you'll see a lot of Joel Steinhauer this year. Yes. And, and he might be a guy that they look to, to, to give them something in terms of post play. Because that's the other thing. Tyler can't be the only guy rebounding the ball either. Yeah, because um, – and McNeil was was a guy, and Dabrowski were guys that helped in that department. I mean, McNeil was basically a 15-15 guy. And here's the other thing. Um, this season isn't a sprint this year. It's going to be a marathon. Like, it's not going to be a five- or six-week track meet. It's a normal season that's going to last four months. You can't play Tyler Jamison 32 minutes for 20 games. He, I don't know. After what I saw him do at Dakota right, in the last game right, of their season right. last year, he's capable he of He looks doing like that. a bionic man. He does. <laughs> but if you do that over the span of 20 games, yeah. you're going to get worn out. So you're going to have to find – you don't need a superstar behind him, but you need someone that when he comes off the floor can handle it for two minutes, maybe at the end of the first quarter, you give him a minute, you double it up with the, the, the break in between quarters, he gets three, four minutes total, hey, get back into the game for the second quarter, and you can do that. Not, I'm not saying he doesn't play 27, 28 minutes, but just getting him a little bit of a rest will help throughout the year. Yeah, I can see nights, though, where he'll play 32 minutes. I, I do, too. <laughs> um, do you want to take a break and then we'll go to the rest yeah we'll, we'll take a break and then we'll uh, we'll start with cross legs in the BWAC uh and eventually get to uh, cardinal mooney as well because we need to talk about them uh and we'll do that in our next uh, segment all right sounds good buying or selling a home you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one o'connor realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes o'connor realty provides access to free no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees located at 2801 gratiot boulevard marysville give o'connor realty a call 
call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and uh, Brady. Talking some boys basketball right now as our season actually starts with a uh, game uh, tonight uh, at Croslex. Croslex and Harbor Beach, uh, which is uh, a different kind of a a matchup. But uh, just interested to see how the Pioneers play, what the hangover is, if there's a hangover, and how does it look different without Soper and Johnson? It'll look different, but it'll look the same. You know Lance Campbell's going to have them playing the way he needs them to play. Uh, You take those two guys out of it, but you still have Trey Kolakovich. You still have Jake Townsend. You still have uh, Sage Sage Slanik. You hope Donovan McDonald takes a step forward. Those are four guys that would start on basically any team in the area. And it's it's just a matter of what they have depth-wise because now it's some of the depth guys coming up that are going to have to fill some bigger roles. What is six through nine going to look like on the bench? Yeah, and and I have a feeling that they're going to be okay. I yeah. know this. Um, Kalakovich uh, was a guy that I I just – Loved that kid last year well, he's the, and what he was a sophomore. He, yeah, he was the BWAC Defensive Player of the Year as a sophomore. So how much better is he going to be this year? Right. Townsend. Now, Townsend's the only one that's a little bit of a question mark because he was the third option. And he got a lot of open looks from the third option. How is he going to be able to create his own shots or distribute the ball when you're not when you're now circled on the scouting report because everyone was focused on Hunter Soper and Tyler Johnson. Now that everyone's focused on Jake Townsend, how are they? I'm, I'm like, I'm sure he's still going to do fine, yeah. but it's a little different when you're not being guarded by your third best defender. Well, and I'm not saying that uh, Kolakovich and Slanik are going to score 20 points a game like Soper did or, or, you know, like Johnson could have. But I'm saying I think those two kids will obviously score more this oh, year because yes. they're going to be two of the top three options on that uh, team. And you hope that they're doing enough damage that Jake will get his. And here's the thing. Well, I mean, real quick, just about the game tonight. Harbor Beach is coming off a 14-3 and season. Now, I have no idea what that entailed was that – a senior heavy class. I mean, they only they lost to Ubley twice and in the uh, districts to Bad Axe. Those are their only losses from last year. What what are the what are they? And they be? play Sandusky. I saw Sandusky last year. That was not a bad basketball team. No. So it's going to be an early test for Cross Lex. And you saw uh, Brown City. We know they've got a couple of good mm-hmm. players. Um. So you have them. Uh, Croslex, just how are they going to be able to replace that scoring? We know they have plenty of talent. We still have both said we think they're the team to beat in the area until proven otherwise, but maybe a slight step back from a year ago. It, I mean, it's it's well, hard. You can't replace those two it's guys. Hard. I mean, last year was probably the best team in school history, so it's really hard to keep that level at that high you can stay near there but to go from best team in school history to maybe the best team in school history back-to-back years losing maybe the best player in school history is going to be really tough yeah well I mean again if we did a list of top players 
from the area last year, they have two guys on that list. Right. Know, right at the top, right in the top four. Yeah. You know, uh, and again, I'm not putting them in any order, but you got Soper and Johnson on that list with Jamison and Singleton. Right. Those are the top four players in the area last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, it, and it's not even close. No. No, then there was – I mean, yeah. I mean, Connor McKenzie probably would be the next one yeah. listed in there from last year. But um, other way, other spots in the BWAC, again, like girls basketball, we didn't get to see a ton of BWAC basketball. The, the problem is – Armada is that, lost a ton. Yeah, that was the team that we saw the most after Croslex and – Everything we saw means nothing because all those guys are gone. The the one that's back is Sneezak. Yep. And he's a very nice player, and I feel like it's going to be a situation like Marysville where, all right, now he's going to have to take the reins and be the guy after being, I guess, a role player would be the way to say it because he could go off for double digits any sing- any night of the week. It's just there was so much talent in front of him he never had to. And now he's going to be the main scoring option. Yeah, he's he's going to take uh, a lot of shots this year. Uh, and, and again, everything that I've heard about him is he's capable. Yes, yes, he is. I mean, I think he's like six four, six five in that area, and he can move. And he's going to be able. I think he'll be able to handle it at Armada. It's just what else in the BWAC because. We know Richmond was young last year, and they bring back everyone else. And actually, um, Brendan Welper came out with his 10 players to watch, basically uh, asking the coaches, hey, who are some kids? And there was a kid from Richmond listed on there, and we didn't actually get to do a Richmond basketball game, did we, last year? No, I don't believe so. Because we were supposed to do one against Marysville, and then that got canceled. Um, But Marcus Thompson – is the the one that was listed in the Times-Herald article saying he averaged nine points, five boards, and four assists as a sophomore last year. That's something to build on. Yeah. And I think they had, what, six other uh, sophomores on that team? I That's the thing that I remember about Richmond when we talked about them last year was just how young they were. Mm-hmm. They had, like, no juniors. It was, like – Five seniors and seven sophomores or something? Yeah, something like that. Um, And so, again, don't know what they're going to get, but I I feel like uh, a young team will get better. Like, you keep a group together like that and you get a player like Thompson. And and I I just – I feel like Richmond might be a sleeper team. I think they could – very, I, I think they're going to win more games than they lose. Again, I just don't know. Especially the way the BWAC stacks up. Like, what does North Branch got back? Um, what does uh, Yale have coming back? What? What? I think Emily no, City brings some guys back. Yeah, they, they lose Parker mix. Lewis, but I. Uh, but I think they still have like some good. Because if I remember Yale and Almont when we did their. Uh, their district games, they were missing. They had a lot of seniors, if I remember correctly. I know Almont had was pretty senior heavy too, if I remember. Yeah, and they like to get out and run and shoot the the three, um, you know. And that's generally not the style in the BWAC. No. Well, we'll see Richmond a lot early though, because they play Marine City 
Tuesday, right? Yep. And then they play in uh, they play Cardinal Mooney in the Dave Jackson tournament on Saturday, and I'll be there for that. Yeah. So we'll have an idea what the Blue Devils are fairly quickly. I would think so. Like I, I would think you'll get a, a good opinion of them. Um, you know, and throw the scores out. Like, don't don't pay attention to what the scores are. Watch more of like who the players are and how they're playing. You know, are, are, can they handle the pressure? Can they handle the basketball? Um, are they turning it over? You know, that's the kind of stuff to me that's more important. Right. And again, the rest of the BWAC, like, I'm not going to be disingenuous and try to talk about teams that I don't know a lot about. We didn't see North Branch last year. We didn't see Algonac last year. We saw Almont once. Did Algonac even have a season? Like, what did they oh, play? They, Four games or it something? It was something. Uh, six. Uh, yeah, we saw Almont and Yale once. We saw, really, Armada and Croslex were the only ones we saw. Consistently. Yes. That we can, and a little bit of Emily City. Yeah, we saw them, Emily City, Couple probably times. like three or four times. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And we know Armada has a new coach, Mike Becker, uh, stepped down and that was a shame because he was a really good coach. I liked him. Uh, but Hey, first year coaches get a chance to prove yourself, but yeah, BWAC's kind of who's going to be that team to challenge Croslex because we know they're going to be still really good. It's just, are they going to be as good as last year? No. Um, and, and again, this is no slant to anybody but when you lose two guys that they lost there has to be a little step backwards you're kind of taking the same approach you took to north branch football yeah like you can't lose all that talent yeah you, and you, not you can't lose three thousand yards in your backfield and you can't lose 30 35 points, points a game right. from your offense and be as strong right. as you were i think hunter soper left his I know he had the all-time record for rebounds and blocks, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he had it for points. I don't remember if he got that one. Yeah, because that's the other thing that leads to scoring is rebounding, second-chance points mm -hmm. with offensive rebounds, and their defense. People, these are two of the best defensive players in the area. Yeah, yeah. Um, a team we said, well, you said specifically – you think will end up being in our top three by year's end was Cardinal Mooney. Yeah. I mean, I know they lost Larry to Dallas, but I, I – And I, uh, and Kevin Everhart? What was the old Kevin one? Everhart. Yeah. But, but I'm hearing that Brian Everhart is just as good as his brother, uh, and they still have Rice. They have Julio. They still have Julio. They still have IADC. Um, Ryan Trombley, I'm guessing, is that guy that's going to step up and play to Dallas's minutes. Um, we'll find and, out Saturday. And, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out uh, Saturday when we see them play against Richmond. Yeah, it's gonna, and they still got a good coach. Yeah, that counts for something. Yeah, that's well, why I like Cross well, Lex will be good. Well, starting because in game they have two, a good coach. Starting in game two, they'll have a good coach. Yeah, starting in game <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, but no, Moon and Mooney's going to be the other one that's tough to compare because I'm, I'll try and find their schedule real quick, but. They're going to play maybe one or two local teams. Like, they're going to play Richmond. And then they go and play in the Catholic League, and it's just hard to compare teams that never play each other. Well, I mean, you know, the, they have their rivalries. They they have Shrine. 
and, and teams that, that they play a lot, Waterford, Our Lady. They also have teams that, like, I don't even know where they are. I don't even know where Green Hills is. <laughs> I don't. They're in their league, and they've been playing them for a few years. I don't know where that school is. <laughs> I'd never heard of it until I saw them the Montemuni schedule. Like, okay, uh, I'm just trying to see. They play. They open uh, at Landmark, and then they have the the tournament against uh, Richmond on Saturday. That will be the one local team. But then. They uh they have the the Mooney Holiday Tournament, which sorry it's the same day as the SC4 Showcase won't be there. Yeah, we did look at that, and then we we're like, oh, geez, the showcase is going on, and because we, we can go to the showcase and do eight games a day, yeah, or we can go to Mooney and do two games a day. Um, and then they basically get into their schedule. I th- they have a game that's listed as Sandusky slash Bishop Foley, so I'm not sure what what that is, but. Yeah, they don't play against another local team the rest of the year. So it's going to be hard to say, oh, well, they're better than this team and compare. Uh, it's really going to have to be a lot of eye test for Mooney. Yeah, but I just uh, – I, I like that roster. Uh, I, I liked watching them play in the uh, the postseason. Um, the, the game the, – not just because of the inbounds play, but that trying game that I that I did last season <laughs> at Mooney was it was a really good basketball game. That might have been one of your favorite moments of the year that didn't involve like a state championship or not like <laughs> like just It was certainly one of the strangest plays I've ever seen. But I mean there was just there was a lot that happened. There was uh the Dallas had a a buzzer beating dunk. From you like midway s- through the lane, right? Yeah, you, you don't see that very often where a guy dunks just before the buzzer goes off. Yeah. You know, and, and, and there was a lot of atmosphere in a gym that didn't have a lot of people in it because of COVID. Right. But like, uh, and where I was at, I was kind of at the end of the Mooney bench at, at a table mm-hmm. in the corner. Uh, and the reaction of the players, um, just it, 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 there was a lot of energy in that game. And, and again, those are two schools that football, badminton, tiddlywinks, <laughs> doesn't matter. You've used the word tiddlywinks a lot in the last couple <laughs> podcasts. Because it's just to, to, to prove the point, some schools just hate each other and love to play against each other, and Mooney and Shrine falls in that category. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I told you I would tell you who I think the third, who might end up being the third best team in the area, or at least be in that conversation. And I didn't forget, and we haven't mentioned them yet. Well, you did briefly. Brown City. Brown City is bringing back two players in Gaden Muxlow and Curtis Stanley. Now, I saw them play Cross-Lex a year ago, and they really didn't do much. That's because nobody did, and you're asking, I believe, two sophomores uh, to do that. I didn't see their numbers until Welper's top or players to watch article combined between uh, Muxlow and Stanley. They averaged 32 points a game and they have size. I think Muxlow's like six, five or six, six and Stanley's six, seven or six, eight. I could be wrong on that. I, again, I only saw them the one time, but they were both all GTC at, East last year, and I believe they were both sophomores last year. 
Again, I could be wrong. Let me and, double and, check. And that. Stanley's not like a strong, uh, small, no. spindly kid. He's he's got size. He is. He's, he's he's tough to move. I would imagine in the post. Yes. Yeah. So the, when they play, they play Croslex what next Monday? I believe. Yeah, I think so. That's gonna be really, really f- interesting to me because. Which is weird that you'd say that because last year they played that game and it was over about four minutes into the game. Oh, it was. I think Crosslex opened twenty-one to nothing or something. It was like, like a that. twenty-four to one run or something, <laughs> and it was just like, geez. But yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> I think Brown City's going to be one of those teams that we that we talk about that could make make some noise. And last year they were. Young, they might have the best one-two punch in the area. Yeah, Brown City's at uh, Crosslex a week from today. Yeah, and I believe we're doing that game, right? Uh, I think so. Might be the only game we're doing that day. (laughs) Yeah, because nobody (laughs) plays on Mondays. there's not a whole lot going on on Mondays. So, well, I remember last year where, like, every day of the week, Monday through Saturday. Oh, yeah. We had to figure out because – Everybody was playing every day of the week last year, and it's like, which games do we do? Right. Who haven't we covered in a while? Bro, uh, Brown City went eight and four last year, and uh, they went or sorry, eight and four in conference, eight and seven overall. Uh, two of their non-conference losses were a one-point loss to Bad Axe, the the loss to Cross Lex. Can't really blame them too much for the Cross Lex loss, but I'm. They have some games, and we'll see them. Like, excuse me, <coughs> Gee, still dying. Um, <laughs> this is what they open. They'll play home against Almont. They'll go to Croslex. They go to Port Huron. Uh, they have it listed on the on uh, December thirtieth. We're gonna have an idea what this Brown City team is before the new year, and if they're legit or if I'm just blowing smoke. Well, we we know they've got two guys, and sometimes, uh, again, when you get to the smaller schools, two guys can be enough. Right. So, and then I have no idea what the rest of the GTC East. Uh, oh, Connor Miller from Marlette. Is a shooter. Is uh, He had, what, seven threes in a game? Or was it, like, in a game? or he had, he had a game last year where he went bonkers, and I thought it was, like, 11 threes. It might have been. It was something dumb that you looked. I think he had like 40 points or something. Hold on. Let me find this. Yeah. Because uh, it's going to bother I, me. I, I remember it happening, but the the details, the COVID year last year. Everything like, went so fast. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it was like he hit 11 threes, and it was either a school record or tied a state Colin record Miller, or something. Yes. And, yeah, he had a big game against somebody. It was Colin Miller. Hold on. Let me find exactly what he did because it was ridiculous. Um, come on. There's got to be. All right. Here's the here's the Gallagher article. <laughs> um, he had. It was actually in a loss to Brown City. Had 42 points and 11 three-pointers. Yeah. Eight in the first half. Wow. Yeah. They decided to cover him in the second half? Apparently. <laughs> Because when you're shooting like that, you don't go cold in 10 minutes. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah. 
So we know that we know that they've they've got a guy. Um, we'll find out a little bit about Beach later tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Ubley is uh, a team that was strong last year uh, in the GTC East. Um, and we know they've got athletes. Again, I don't know how many of them are basketball players, but we know they've got athletes. Right. So I just I they've got some kids at Ubley that I just feel like whatever sport they try, they're good at it. <laughs> they're 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 those kids that just drive you nuts. Yeah, you know. So heck, our some of our leading scorers might be up in the GTC East. That's a possibility. Anyway, um, I can't wait for this to be very very wrong in like a month's time. When we're five games in, we're like, wow, we were really wrong during the all Well, that. again, we're, we're going on partial information until we start seeing some games. Right. And with all the turnover, this has been like a weird year for turnover. And, and what was familiar to us has all left. Yes. Um, and we're, we're in a stretch. Uh, now, think about this in another couple of years. We'll know all these these players and then they're all going to leave us mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so like this will be a lot easier next year and the year after right uh, all right you got anything else nope from port huron to marysville and st Clair to marine city the blue water area is stuck on sports